Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Your favourite facts podcast is back once again. Thank you very much for listening. My name's Dan. Mark is also here. Hello. Connor is with us once more. How are we doing? And we are joined in Guest Fest Month by comedian, broadcaster, one half of a gay and a non-gay podcast. James Barr is with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, lads. What fun to be on a lad podcast. Yeah, you pointed out lads twice. (laughs) Are we giving off quite like a laddie energy? Yeah, there's a lot of shirts going on. There's some lad energy, a lot of facial hair, actually. How would you you describe lad energy for those? Um, Basically, this podcast. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's like being um, back at my friend William's house after school, getting ready to play on, like, you know, the... PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't want to age myself. So I, to pick to a, I pick a console that was still relevant. <laughs> Game, GameCube. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for being there. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Every week we bring a couple of facts to the table, we discuss what they're worth, whether they're worth sharing, or whether they should be chucked in the big bin of knowledge, all right? Mm. Now, people might know you from quite a lot, as I say, host half of a, again, a non-gay podcast, comedian, up in Edinburgh this year, Uh, you do Hits Radio Breakfast with Fleur East, but I know that you've brought some facts with you, I hope that your facts were not my facts. Yeah, I hope so too, I hope that you've not heard these before. Okay, I know you've got some facts about yourself, right? Yes, I have. Bring them. Let, let's hear more All about right, James okay. Barr. Well, uh, it might be obvious from the title of my podcast, I've never slept with a girl. That's one fact for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just um, in case you're wondering which half of gay and non-gay you are. I yeah. am the non-gay half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm the gay half, yeah. Um, shall I keep going? Keep going, yeah. yeah. I, um, I used to work at Tesco when I was younger, but I got told off uh, for using the tannoy because I wasn't very good at it. Which is kind of ironic, seeing as Hang my on, job. You is weren't just... any good at the tannoy. Yeah, and now I find that radio. hard to believe. Yeah, yeah. And I now... feel like you'd be good at the tannoy. No, they they weren't into it. I don't know if they were. Is jealous. it because you were too good? Maybe you they were, were just like mm. proper jocking it all the way. I don't, yeah, maybe it was the time checks and the weather update <laughs> yeah. and the travel on the, the car park situation <laughs> yeah. wasn't what they wanted. Thrown to the travel down aisle seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that was actually a really upsetting moment of my life. Like you know, seventeen years old, wanting to be on the radio wanting to be a comedian and then them telling me I wasn't good enough to do the tannoy. It was quite crushing. What was you a star at, at Tesco's then? So you were bad on the tannoy, but were you good at the cereal aisle? Or? I was actually an excellent bag packer. Right, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you'd expect really. And um, that was actually my job at Tesco. But then I uh, got promoted to check out. 
Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is that a big step up in the Tesco world? Yeah, really, really is. Although, you, is there you like a hierarchy? Tips. You look down on the other people. You're, oh, you're yeah. still packing bags. Oh god, yeah, definitely. If you're a bag packer, you're like, you're the very, the, you're the lowest of yeah. the low. No one speaks to you. No one likes. Well, like, actually, bit like Mean Girls. You can't that. sit with each other in the canteen. Mm, but actually, I did quite well because quite a lot of the like people that you help pack bags for, like they they want to say thank you. So you'll follow them to the car park, take the bags to the car and then they'll slip you a tenner no yeah. oh, I, I thought you just meant they want to say thank you and until they do I will follow them to the car park <laughs> it's like, yeah, so thank you I'm going to follow you to your uh, car yeah no they were very thankful uh, amazing so never slept with a, a girl working in Tesco's yes right all, all the facets of your personality <laughs> uh, just have you got one one last one um, yeah I kicked Adele out of a zoom room right um, during an interview and, that was fun and the rest of that story please well uh Basically, we were doing an interview with Adele, and there's only like a handful of radio stations in the UK that got an Adele interview. So I guess we we're very lucky to get it. It was like mm. maybe four or five different other broadcasters that got it. Yeah. Um, and it was at like five something in the morning because she's in LA now and okay. selfishly made us all wake up early to do it rather <sighs> than her, you know, just like stay up a bit later. <laughs> Damn Adele, right? Come on, right? Adele. Yeah. Um, so uh, she arrived in the room. I screamed. I meant to hit pin profile, but I hit remove. You know, it's Zoom. And then I just I kicked her out of the room. At that point, did all the Tesco Tannoy announcements just come back to you and go, oh, maybe they were right, maybe. They did. Yeah, maybe they were right. But, you know, it's fine. Actually, in some respects, I think I'm kind of a key worker for doing that because... Well, I have to ask. A lot of people thank me. What was the reaction when she come back into the Zoom <laughs> she room? She didn't even notice. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's like because she was so in her own world, obviously. She was just like, oh, sorry, what did I do? And I was like, great, I swear yeah. I have that one. She I feel like she's she definitely, definitely you. Me. Definitely you. I feel like she's the sort of person as well. That if you did kick her, she wouldn't care. Nah. She's quite fun. She'd be like, "Did you just kick me?" You'd be like, "Yeah, well, you know." I feel like if like I could her. be anyone else in the world, Adele would be up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because she can't do she can't do wrong really. She brings out a new album every five years, and no matter what it sounds like, everyone loves it, and it's played all the time. Yeah, really do what you want. And then goes and has it off in a club in London. Do you see the videos of her? Yeah, I love her. She just gets on with it straight in with all the folk having a party. No VIP area, just on the balcony, finger banging to all the tunes. What's she doing? Finger She's banging. What, sorry, it's yeah. actually meant to be uh, fist pumping. Fist pumping. Uh, and, and instead, you went for finger banging. Yeah. You thought, that's the phrase I'm going to use. The worst thing that happened to her was she got kicked from a Zoom call. I've now said that she's finger banged, so let's move on. I'm sure she has. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you haven't lived if you haven't, right? More exactly. Eight facts on the way. Before we get there, uh, James, using your power of, well, Tesco Tannoy. Yes. And being on the radio, commercial yeah. radio, having to sell. Just describe this mug that's in my hand. Wow. Are these available online to buy? Is they that, are. Right, they are. Mm -hmm, I thought so. Well, actually, it is very fun. Um, it's a mug, uh, so you can drink out of it. Sure. You, you know, whatever your choice of drink is, that's all good. It's bright. I love the colours. Um, it's, uh, it's yeah, it would look great in anyone's um, cupboard. It's a brand new baffled mug, because what everyone needs is more mugs it's true um, and we've also got like water bottles and tote bags I know everyone gets free tote bags yeah. but you can buy one from us and we've got t-shirts and stuff where can you get our new baffled merch from Mark if you head to baffledpod.com and click on the link that says buy merch then you can buy a whole load of merch eight facts on the way for you Mark kick us off Okay, going for sushi on a first date increases your chances of a second date by 170% so if you're struggling to get past date one, take them for sushi. Why? What? How? So uh, this is according to a survey in America by a company called Singles in America. 
Um, and they say that if you share food, then immediately your chances of a second date go up. And sushi is the top, top food if you want to impress. Mm. Is it because you're you're so hungry because you don't eat a lot of sushi? So you just go out on another date that night? So there's a couple of reasons for this. One, sushi is expensive. So it makes you look good if you go, mm-hmm. hey, let's go for sushi. That's mm. such an Essex, that. That's what they do in Brentwood, where I'm from. Two, it's yeah. sophisticated. Right. Three, easy to share. So it's a little bit romantic, sharing a bit of food. Uh, also, you've got the added benefits that fish like tuna and salmon actually increase hormones within you that give you more desire. Right. The only issue that I've got with this... Now, first aid territory is always a funny one. you always got to make good decisions. Mm. I would worry about my breath. I'm going to be honest. I mean, it's raw fish. I just smell a fish. Yeah, but it's both of you doing it though, isn't it? Oh, so we just sort of a fishy together. Yeah, mm. exactly. Like if you have garlic bread and you share it, or like a garlic tear and share, it's okay because yeah. you cancel each other out. Sushi no. on a first date, James? I don't like sushi. I'm not I'm not a fish person. Right. So I'd embarrass myself by eating chicken at a sushi restaurant and it would just get Yeah, a bit I awkward. feel like then it's going to de- yeah. Also, I don't like spending a lot of money on a first date. I think that sets off the wrong impression. Well, I, I don't want to characterise you as man about town. But, you know, I've heard the podcast, again, a non-gay, but you have been on, like, you've documented your dates with other people, and, like, I know that's a thing. What's your perfect... I've been on one first date in my life. Maybe two. One. Yeah. Wow, Bleak, must have been right? so good. Yeah, I don't remember what happened. He's, so. now, <laughs> engaged, he's now engaged to <laughs> yeah, her. No, yeah. Yeah. The life we lead. Anyway... He definitely had sushi. Um, What's your perfect first date? Uh, it would be a Nando's or a Pizza Express or something just like very chill. Or maybe like grab a pret and sit in the park. What's What makes a first date awful? Trying to impress someone? That's pretty awful, isn't it? I don't want someone to impress me. I'm not interested. I just want to meet someone and have a conversation. Yeah, but people feel like they should impress you. Yeah, but people try and be cool, don't they, on first dates? I know where you're going yeah. with this. They try and do something that's so, like, edgy that mm. they actually look like a moron. It's like, you definitely don't come here. You definitely don't dress like that. And this definitely is just a first day, day act. I know what he means. Pret, easy. Yeah, just yeah, go, chill. Just go for the chill. Well, because yeah. you want to be, I think, uh, I like to sort of, well, to quote Carly Rae Jepsen, cut to the feeling. And I want to get to the point where we've already done all the b- and you're like actually friends now. Yeah. And you wouldn't go for like a, a business coffee, like a coffee with someone for work reason and take them to, you know, somewhere really glamorous, would you? You just Pret. What's wrong with Pret? No, but it's the idea of being in the park. Forget the Pret. Yeah. That's just the thing. Being it, in the park together. Oh, you actually, know. no, no, don't forget the Pret. It's French. Pret a manger. It's very oh. classy. <laughs> yeah. It's all romantic. I could have said Greg's. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that's where my brain went. I would, so Pret, I mean, Pret's a Greg's thumbs up. A, well, M&S. Uh, Greg's would be all right as well, actually. A vegan <laughs> sausage roll in the park. Sounds perfect. Um, M&S, perfect. Like, just grab some food, sit in the park, enjoy the weather together, like, chill. I think that would be, that's the ideal first date. Just lots of talking, nothing too crazy. I mean, this study does say that just generally the form of eating together increases your, your chance of a second I get that. Date. I do actually Rather get that. than just having a drink, actually having food of any kind increases your chance because to be like uh, me and my girlfriend like we, we've had a re- very busy couple of months with moving out and stuff and we went for a date the other night together and we shared some food and some nachos and it's quite romantic i understand that you do feel quite intimate with the person especially when she eats the black bean nacho and it really you know is, I feel, is, is that what gets you going? yeah i love that i feel yeah. like nachos are a very unromantic food to eat no you too got, sloppy too get on with it get too, on with too it. much guac too much cheese too much salsa too much going on of a romantic food uh Spaghetti. Yeah, I enjoy like I can enjoy a bit of pasta. Something mm. that's elegant to eat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have a mate who's still traumatized by the fact that he went on the first date and went, yeah, I'm gonna have the ribs. Don't order ribs on a first date. That is not a sexy food to eat. 
Right, there you go. Thank you very much. Connor, give us your first fact of the show. Okay, first fact. Jelly beans, which we all love. I'm going to ruin your childhood right here. Are shiny because they're coated with something called shellac. And that is made from insect poop. Wow. Yeah, so actual insect poop. Um, so basically, shellac, also known as confectioner's glaze. So this is like a thing that they use to make that shiny sweet Well, it sounds even better if shiny. you say that, isn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. Con- I'm going to put some confectioner's glaze on rather yeah, yeah. than... Just put the insect poop on, mate. It will make it look nice. It's like the posh version of shellac. Uh, but it's made from resin, which is excreted from female lac beetles. Um, yeah. Uh, in India Gross. and Thailand. Yeah. And There's it's that used. coffee, isn't there, that goes through, like, rats' bums, or is it bats or something? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, and actually, it's funny you say that. When I was researching weird animal food-related facts that happened today. Um, yeah, Colombian coffee, a lot of that comes from animals' bums. Wow. Yeah. It's one of the most expensive coffees in the world, I It think. is indeed. Animal and coffee. when it goes around the world, they sail it. They don't fly it. Really? Yeah, because apparently the, the kind of uh, high, what is that word called? Altitude. Altitude, Altitude affects the coffee. That's I thought they were just it. being good for the environment, but yeah. go down. Yeah. Well, it is, because well, that's yeah. a lie. There's no way the altitude affects a coffee bean. Apparently it does, yeah. They, grow, they grow up high. That's why they say yeah, not that high, though. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen an airplane have to make an evasive manoeuvre for a coffee bean? <laughs> Does One that, single coffee. But they bean. serve yeah. coffee on planes. So how does that and work? It, and it always tastes. Shit. Oh, that's true. It does always taste. Shit. I'm aware though that in jelly beans it's made of gelatin, which yeah. is, you know, it's like made of animal tissue. So it's not more. Is it more disgusting than that? Well, no. It, it, I, I don't know. It's the idea of the fact that it is actual animal poop. But it comes from a beetle. And to be perfectly honest, you're like, oh, worried about beetles poo. Are you? I mean, what um, are they eat? I am I'm, actually. Yes, I don't really want that. Why don't they just not put the shiny bit on? I don't mind if it's like a matte finish. Yeah. Instead. Never have I looked at a jelly bean and gone, oh, it's not shiny enough. I'm not having that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, a matte finish. <laughs> this is the point that we always think of here. Who's discovered that? Who? What is put someone doing with a beetle's arse to think, yeah, let's get that on cotton, well, let's the, get that on a jelly bean? I think we discussed it before, but it's the same as aftershave, isn't it? Really expensive aftershaves use wow semen for it to stay on your skin for longer. Whale semen. Wow semen. Yes. So, so, you, also, yeah. so are you saying whale? Yeah, whale. You have to get used to how he says whale. It's, 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 it's very different to anyone else. <laughs> is that? Excuse my language. Am I allowed to swear here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, swear great. away. It's a lad's podcast. Right, swear then, bitch, away. Um, <laughs> the first time I think we heard Connor say the word whale, uh, that it derailed the whole thing. I mean, 50, 50 minutes later. Ba- that's the most baffling thing about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes. I know. I do apologise. I mean the big animal in the sea. They're semen. It's also funny that the most shocking part was not the semen, but the wa- the, the wow. way that Connor says whale. Say yeah. Well, well. <laughs> how do you, you say the country? Wales. Whale. So what was, sorry, what was the <laughs> fact? Italian. So basically there's beetle <laughs> in your jelly beans to finalise. And whale <laughs> in aftershave. Uh, whale semen. Oh, sorry, whale semen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cover, spray me up, girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. <laughs> James, uh, give us your first fact, not about yourself, of the show. Are you ready for this? Chickens outnumber humans two to one. No. Did you know this? No. How, how many humans are there? Seven billion. Yeah. That means there are 14 billion chickens. That's, That's right. Bloody lot of chickens. That's what I hear, yeah. We eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like every farm has a couple of hundred, right? Yeah. Probably more. So yeah, <laughs> chickens out. You don't believe me. <laughs> no, I do. I'm just trying to. I'm just. To, I mean, the vague in every farmer's cut cut a lot of chickens. <laughs> I don't know the details, <laughs> but yeah. I can tell you for a fact that every, that chickens outnumber humans two to one. Well, they are much smaller. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Is is that why we haven't had the chicken uprising yet? They, yeah. they, they lay a chickens lot of eggs. Chickens coming to KFC. Yeah. But like you're not popping out. That's it. Five 
humans. There's so many eggs so often. There's yeah. just a lot of chickens. Mm. And you've got to think how many of those eggs never become a chicken. Well, exactly, because we so, scramble them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So what do you mean by that? You're reducing... Well, I think the- if we let all of the eggs that they lay become chickens, think how many more chickens they would They'd do. take over the world. They I would. always... Um, and it's ridiculous because we've probably all thought about it at some stage, but what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Does anyone actually have an answer for that one? I don't think so. No. I've always thought that. Uh, you, 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 we spoke th- about this before and you said it's just something that's... I think the egg came first. Yeah, it? I would say... Um, oh, it depends what you believe, doesn't it? Well, but for, the chicken would have had to come from somewhere, so... Yeah, but so would the egg. Yeah, but the egg made it. So what would have happened is another slightly chicken-like creature would have laid that egg, which became the first chicken as we know it. Right. So the egg would have come first. <laughs> I once had to babysit my uh, mum's friend's what? chickens. I had to babysit the chickens when they were away. How many does she have? Well, she had seven chickens and I got locked in the coop. That's why there's 14 billion. Yeah. I got locked in the coop. What, and I'm by telling the chickens? You, no, no, no. Was no, no the chicken me. uprising? <laughs> I, was being, I was being an idiot and I was just not really thinking about the process of what I was doing. But I was very worried about the chickens escaping. Mm. And that's then, another yeah, word he says weird. Yeah, just I, go I, past I, it, I just yeah. ignored it. Yeah, yeah. I apologise. Um, and yeah, and the chickens are—they're scary. Really? Oh, they really go through. So it was you it. trapped in a coop with seven chickens. It was me in a big piece of land, right far away from the house. They had a nice garden. They've got chickens as pets. They're not just like an average human. They've mm. obviously got a big garden, right? They've chickens yeah. as pets. And yeah, I got stuck in the coop. See, in answer to the question, how are the chickens going to take over in this uprising? That's, that's how. That's, that's they're working together. They're going to suck in poor, in poor babysitting individuals like you, lock them in the coop, and then 14 billion chickens run amok. I think that's a good example of how many chickens there are, though, to, like, to one person. There's 14 chickens, there's one you. So it's obvious that, yeah. that there are that many chickens. It's yep. terrifying. It is. Really it's validating your fact. Yeah, yeah I just really want to... Just, just one second. I really think that was important that we spoke about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, re- I really think we've all learned something we here have. today. Uh, right, first fact of the show for me. Um, less than half of the world kisses romantically. Yeah, I've been in a relationship for like three years. I, can, I feel that that's true. 46% of cultures use lip-to-lip kissing as a sign of affection. The Malays kiss where a woman squats on the ground... A bloke bends over and they sniff each other. What? Demonstration, please. Uh, thankfully, audio podcasts don't need to. Oh, that's but, a shame. You know, if you kind of... Women squat down on the ground, so they're doing a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, a man are hanging over and then they're sniffing. I don't know what they're sniffing. What are they sniffing? Sniffing the hair, maybe? I don't know. The, they kiss... So just you welcome friends and kiss each other on the lips? No, romantically. I thought you said not romantically. No, I said romantically. Oh, right. Oh. So less than half the world kisses romantically. So the other half... So, half show, the- so basically, to show romance, yeah. half, less than half the world kiss, the other half do something more, to do something different. Yeah. Like squatting and sniffing. Yeah. So Got only it. 46% of the world... Kiss when they love someone. Yeah. There you go. The other 54%. 54% do other things like... Squatting and sniffing. The old, the old squat and sniff. Or yeah. there's the, the Trobriand Islands off the coast of Papua New Guinea. Uh, they kiss, they sit face to face, and they nibble each other's eyelashes. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, is, that is... You're lying. No, no I'm not lying. I, eyelashes, Connor. Not Where works. is that place? It's an island off the coast of Papua New Guinea. Right. You know, that you learned about when you taught us all about the Polynesians. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that was good times, that. Yeah. So please, do you know why... Please listen back if you want to learn. <laughs> do you think... Uh, any idea why we might kiss? As in where where that comes from? No. Uh, people think it, it's uh, maybe mums would at one point back in human history would chew food 
to kind of break it down for their babies and then pass it over like that, which is a bit gross. Like a bird. I've always wondered where this comes from, so that's interesting. Yeah, and also uh, babies tend to have quite a mouth fascination anyway because they like senses. So it might just come from that, from their need to kiss everything. But that's why. I enjoy the, the some movies went, nah, not having that. Squat and sniff. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where does yeah. that come from? I bet you have done a squat and sniff but not realised you've done it. Like someone would have done a squat in front of you at the gym and you'd have sniffed them by mistake. When, when does that happen? Because when you like, say by mistake, well, do if you're you in mean, a class and someone's definitely. like squatting and you're squatting as well, like you're not gonna, you know, get a whiff. Yeah, I, I find the whole classing very uncomfortable. Oh, do you? Yeah, but, you look like the kind of person that would find that. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> because I always think I'm holding things in. I'm always holding like bodily functions in. Not no, that I need don't to. Care. No yeah, I do. Especially right. if people are scratching and sniffing me. Where's the scratching? But I don't think they're scratching. I think you're thinking something very different. Mum's the Word is a brand new parenting podcast hosted by me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles, and all the other problems that come with parenting, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Join me each week on my journey through motherhood as we celebrate the amazing highs as well as the lows. As it's my first time, we'll have celebrities, experts, and hopefully you guys too who will help me figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. Find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search Mum's the Word. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. There is a pet cemetery which has a burial ground for expired Tamagotchis. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, that's What really, do whales do? That's lovely. <laughs> What? What do whales do? You said wow. Like wow. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you that would have been really good. Burying He's ele- got a morning head. He woke up at about three o'clock. I was like, what? Whales? Huh? Burying electric, basically. Yes, because people believe that Tamagotchis were actually their pets. Oh. So there is a burial ground in a pet it's cemetery. really sad, isn't for it? For expired Tamagotchis. I think that's so beautiful. So here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> you know... I can imagine Living- you as well really enjoyed it. Burying your Tamagotchi. You Living your in 2022... 
we're we're in a, we're in a culture quite rightly where you know we let people live and let live. You can be who you want. You're host of the gay and the non-gay podcast. How do you feel about people who do this? I feel really happy for them. Oh, okay. Well, actually, sad and happy for them. Sad because they've lost someone that they really cared about. Someone. Yeah, a pet. Something. No, well, depends how you look at it. I think someone you can be attached to yeah. an electronic pet, can't you? Well, you can. I had a dinosaur. I had a dinosaur when I was younger in like a little egg thing. Yeah. And it yeah. was very sad when he died over the. But he died a lot. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, but see, this is the thing I think about this. Tamagotchis, you can just press the restart button. Yeah. And just go again. Interesting that they would bury it, but yeah. that's okay. That's their Could journey. Find the pencil thin enough. It's nicer that you can bury a Tamagotchi or be me who lost my make believe friend. That happened. Hang on, as in your maybe belief friend being the Tamagotchi. Yep. So when or I was young, like your imaginary friend, you just lost it. I had an imaginary like, oh. friend growing up called Ali. And apparently when I was 11, I said to my mum that I've lost him. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, and I never spoke about him again. Wait, until now? Well, no, until now, yeah, until this moment. I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> He's here today! <laughs> Ali, yeah. <laughs> but my mum always wonders at what point in my life when I was 11 did I realise I had lost him. Were you oh. in a Tesco and you asked someone to do a Tano announcement and it yeah, was just yeah. really bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, yeah, yeah, I lost him. So Where so is this Tamagotchi graveyard? It's in, it's in the south of England. No, so that's is, a surprise. Yeah, it's in England. However... Is People would send their Tamagotchis from Germany, Switzerland, France, even like places such as the States and Canada. They'd ship over their Tamagotchi and then they would place them in a little coffin. They'd be buried with mourners looking on and then topped with flowers, just like a normal grave. Isn't no, it bad for no, the environment burying an electrical thing? Yeah, probably in the long run. Um, but this is well, someone's pet. There, won't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, it's really sad. Do they get like... um? Little gravestones and stuff. It doesn't say so, but by the sounds of it, yes. Because it just says their final resting places were topped with flowers. But I'd imagine there'll be at least a mini, you mini, are, mini gravestone. I know you're going to go check this place out when you I can. Really you. Go. <laughs> it's going to happen. You can you bury it. iPhones as well? I've got a couple of those <laughs> hanging around. Can you imagine it? Oh. Connor, give us your second fact of the show, mate. Uh, sadly, bread isn't actually good for ducks. Just to let you know. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, by feeding them bread, you are actually slowly, very slowly killing them. What? Well, if this you, is made childhood dark. If you think anything to anyone, you're killing them. What? Well, you, f- you, you feed me bread, you're slowly killing me. That's true. Well, yeah, but that's all we give ducks. It's not like we're giving them a, a platter to choose from. All we do is throw... <laughs> but don't they white... also eat stuff that's in the pond? And... Yeah, they eat, they eat all that <laughs> But yeah, apparently ducks actually need a varied diet to mm. be healthy. Nice, you know. Platter of foods. Or some tofu. Bit of tofu, yeah. Bit of veg, bit of bit of fruit. But they're not getting any of that. Bit of wagamamas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, uh, bread doesn't have much nutritional value to them and fills the duck's stomach uh, so that it doesn't actually digest the food very well. So and it get bloated. Just yeah. get a load of bloated It's ducks. not a surprise, is it? I mean, yeah, yeah. If, it any, eat, if anyone or anything eats nothing but bread all day long. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, is we are actually doing that, aren't we? Because what do you see most people are doing at the park? Throwing bread at ducks. Unlimited bread well, everywhere. Right, hang on. Most people. Five-year-olds. Also, it's mouldy bread. Yeah, yeah, it's like gone off bread, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, this bread's got stale. That's good enough for Like five year olds. I think the that. average, you know, park duck is eating more bread than when was a lot, wild. Do you duck. go to the park and just throw a loaf of bread at the ducks? I, I, I did do it quite a lot when I was a kid, yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that's where Elliot ended up. Maybe. Yeah, he, maybe I lost pond. him. Yeah, maybe he fell in the pond. Yeah. Could have been that. But actually, I like to think that it was a bit younger than 11 that I was feeding the ducks bread. Mm. I think at 11, I had advanced. But, but yeah, I'd like to think you're a bit... feeding them at 11. <laughs> well, <laughs> hardcore drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Bagels. Yeah. Bagels. <laughs> Bagels, a bit of rye, a bit, bit of pumpernickel nice. as well. Yeah, yeah. What I'm interested in, how, how has it become a thing? 
What do you mean? Why do we throw bread to ducks? I've no, I don't know the answers to that. I didn't I go into the history I... of feeding ducks, but no, why you're bother? asking far too much of Connor. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, do you really think that off the back of that fact, I thought, I'd love to know the history of why we feed. Yeah. Well, no, we just do it, don't we? A bit of bread. He's probably come. What I would, I'm going to answer it in what I think. You're eating a sandwich. You're in the park. You're on your first date. Duck comes up and you, you, you throw a bit of bread. All right, mate. Um, give us your th- second fact of the show. Right, this is great. There was a dancing plague in France in 1518. Wow. So a plague of people dancing, you're telling there was me. A, no, there was a dancing plague. Why? So basically what happened in July 1518, a woman just stepped into the street and started dancing and she couldn't stop, right? And then she kept dancing until she collapsed from exhaustion. After resting, she resumed the compulsive frenzied activity and she continued for days. And within a week, more than 30 other people were also affected. And they tried to um, get through it by sort of like putting all the people together in uh, like a town hall. They sort of thought, oh, if we do loads of dancing for everyone, then they'll just get over this craze. But actually it then spread um, and everyone just became over exasperated by this contagion and as many as 400 people were eventually consumed by this dancing compulsion and a number of them died uh, but it then began to abate in uh, early September of that year. I think I, I, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I think I get at the end there. That's the comprehensive <laughs> fact for you. I think I get this. I think because I, I, it's surely a contagious thing. You see some if you if you got up right now Really started dancing. Yeah, it's probably likely that we are going to join in with no, you. I don't know. But people yeah, carry but, but, on but, but, even but, but, though they had you injuries. Could, but well. then you can stop. You can stop and walk away at any yeah, point. But if, if, yeah, but if you're in, if you're, <laughs> if you're in the environment, does it not then become a bit of a competition? You saw it. So, so what you're stop. saying is that 400 people went. I'm going to keep dancing until they but stop. But it's so much fun, isn't it? Imagine just stopping life. For months. Bills, taxis, work, all of that, and you just dance for months. Brilliant. Why is the, Why did this happen? Do we know? Do We, we know? don't know. No, that's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's, it's did seen La- as a did Lady Gaga drop a new album? I mean, is that what it was? <laughs> it was called a contagion, so I imagine it was something that was actually like airborne. Um, There's no way it's airborne. Oh, is, is it dancing I mean, or is it like muscle spasms no, or something? No, because you look into it and these people had injured. They got injuries, injured. Sorry, they had injuries, but they kept going. Now, so. wow, is it sounding so bad, eh, lads? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, God knows. It's scary, though, isn't it? Yeah. You never know what could happen. Yeah. I don't know. It's in, I believe that there was the dancing plague i don't i don't believe that it was passed through the air well how would it be i don't know how it would be passed i, I, I probably psychological you think a psychological yeah. plague yeah I, I think so i think that makes What's a psychological plague no, I, I, I believe the way it was passed was that one person joined started a conga and if you went oh i'll join that for two seconds immediately on touch yeah Boom. 400 Done. people for think- four months yeah all joined a conga and that's Three how months. you caught it. Just hysteria. It's like an episode of House, I think. it was. It's just like the, 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 this, this group psychosis has taken over mm. when no one can break it. Right. Yeah. That, I, I, yeah what, that? Rather than people are coughing, dancing into the air. I think, <laughs> I think it was... I would rather that. I think it's... That it was a contagion, and I think it will happen again. Yeah, yeah well. I'm the Bill Gates of this. <laughs> yeah. contagion, I'm predicting. I'm waiting for a headline. James Barr spotted dancing in London. Can't stop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I predict. I predict it will happen. <laughs> uh, right, my last fact of the show. And uh, talking about the Conga, what, one place you couldn't dance in a contagion is during the Mercado dictatorship in Cuba in the mid 1900s. If you lived there, you were forbidden to dance the Conga. 
Just the conga. Just the conga. Anything else? In what year? Conga. It's like the 1950s. Why? It's a great question. What one's Thank the conga? Duh, duh, duh. Come on. Well, I mean, conga. you can do the conga to any song, though. Like, it's not yeah. specifically Conga's that. the one where you all, like, join it, like, and do a train. Yeah, you just kind oh. of... It's like one person at the front, the second person joins on the back. It's a bit cool. awkward, isn't it? Because if you don't like the person you've got to touch their hips of, yeah. it's sort of like... Annoying. And then when someone you don't want joins behind you, it touches like, oh. your hips. And yeah. there's always that one absolute who joins the front even when it's been going on for a few minutes who yeah. feels the need to be the leader of this group mm. can't be dealing with it and then there's always the breakaway conga I'm, Break- I'm normally they're in the breakaway the, I was about to say they're the worst the, the old conga yeah I know but sometimes we're just a bit slow aren't we and then like it's like oh it's too late to join that one so we'll start our own start your own yeah. one it's because politicians would use this as, as a, an appeal to the masses before an election they would say come on let's do the conga let's vote for Pedro or, or someone so uh, hot <laughs> That's what they would do. Pedro or someone. It's the first. Pedro. It's the first. Well, it's because I said the I said the name Pedro, and then I thought, am I, am I is it, am I insulting? Oh, yeah. like, are, am I, I being I, offensive? Are we bordering here? on things we should cut yeah, out? Yeah. Am I being offensive? Uh, and then during during a dictatorship, the dictator Mercado was worried about an uprising. So he stopped groups of people doing the conga because when they would do a conga, uh, they would get so excited that they would start fighting. Sounds like an arsehole. Wasn't like fun. Wow. In my opinion. But that's why. Because the conga is nothing but fun. Well, no, but back then it would start fighting. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it's sort of like the, what's the decade, sorry, era? Macabre. I think the 50s-ish. It's like the 50s version of Donald Trump trying to ban TikTok. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Isn't it? I I prefer the conga to TikTok. Yeah, uh, well. Unless, of course, you want amazing fact content then check out at baffled pod on tiktok <laughs> I, I, I get fed so much ridiculousness on tiktok that i know where i am with the conga it yeah. doesn't waste like half an hour of my it's life true yeah exactly <laughs> you know what we have to be really careful of though when the chickens start doing the conga that's when the uprising coming yeah that's then, what we need to yeah. worry you know what would be more worrying a wow conga <laughs> yeah <laughs> with just semen going everywhere <laughs> oh hold on a second yeah <laughs> i'm there now now weird. <laughs> well there you go i think we've i think we've covered everything i think we've learned a lot thank you very much for listening it's info at baffledpod.com if you want to learn more uh, where can we get baffled stuff baffledpod com. Just click on the merch link. And you're in Edinburgh? I'm doing Edinburgh. Yeah, this August. I'm so excited. My show, you're going to love it, guys. It's called Straight Jokes. Lots of very straight comedy for straight people. Nothing gay about it. Can we have it a little teaser? Lots of lad content Lots like this. of lad jokes. Yeah. yeah, I'm really excited. It's probably the, it's the gayest show of all time. Right. That's <laughs> nice. your uh, But I am going to come on to Three Lions by um, Badil and Skinner. Is that the name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, brilliant. Just, basically, I'm trying to corner the hetero market because I feel like that's not being done. You know, yeah. Yeah. James Corden has cornered the gay market. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's the plan. I'm really excited. You can get tickets. It sounds like a must-see. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, jamesbarcomedy.com please come see me it's going to be really fun I love Badiel and Skinner Baddy the original Baddy (laughs) these people Uh, it's infobafflepod.com thank you for listening uh, and we'll see you soon imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.